sure I didn't have any questions. But it turns out I do. Uh, and the question is, where the urgency comes from? I'm, I'm not sure if I'm hearing it differently or if you're saying it differently these days, but um, the go deeper is coming with a real imperative. Yeah. Why? What's wrong? What's wrong with? Oh, nothing's wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> nothing's wrong with it. I haven't thought about this before, so I've got to see what what what. It's probably, it's, here's the first response. It's probably um, an attempt to kind of shatter the resting place that non-duality has found. Because it's comfortable, you know? Being pure awareness. And as... A lot of people are getting there. Oh. It's kind of time to say, hey, hello, you know. Uh, just let go from there. Just drop the last few bits, you know. The identification with awareness, identification itself. So it's like the dual, the non-dual, and prior to both. So it's like, a, mm. I suppose I feel like I'm kind of like <laughs> pushing people off the cliff, the non-dual cliff. Um... Uh, and I guess to kind of um, I, I guess to kind of put more uh, in some way to kind of emphasize that that it has been a resting place that don't stop there just free fall and, and it just continues to free fall you know but it's fine that's kind of the stage it's free fall you know, I think that's what it's about. Really, is like a is like the mass consciousness that has kind of now hung out in the non-dual state, and it's a breaking of that comfort zone. Good, because <laughs> <laughs> where this is coming from is I started meditating again without really intending to. Yeah, that and, happens. Uh, yeah, and uh, and this was I meditated a lot, and then I stopped completely. Uh, after I went to India for the first time, I just couldn't. Like, there was just nothing there. And then suddenly, now I'm discovering myself doing, like, but it's very different. I'm not, um, there's no technique behind it. It's just, it's just going back. And, um, yeah. and the thing is, I really like it. But when I'm finished, and I get up and just start doing my normal life, I think, what was that for? <laughs> and even though I don't really... Um, I don't have an answer for that. Uh, I could do it or not do it. It doesn't seem to make any difference whatsoever, except for that I do keep doing it. And I do seem to like it. Uh, and I'm just wondering what motivates that. But it doesn't seem... It's not really a problem. <laughs> but you know where it comes from. Something else is doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, there's the no part. intention. There's no... There's no I never make. I never think. Oh, I should meditate, or I'm going to meditate yes. tomorrow, or anything. That those thoughts. It never just arrives as an organic happening. It just shows up. Yeah. It just shows up. That's beautiful. Yeah. Let every single thing mm-hmm. show up like that. Yeah, it's beautiful when something like that happens, and you really know. Gosh, you know. 
things happen without any motivation at all. Yeah. And we can find a reason, you know, we could find something, but it's bullshit. You're just making it up. Yeah. We're just making it up, just to give ourselves a place to put it, you know? Yeah. 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 Good. <clears throat> Good. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's beautiful. I'm glad that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it seems to Seems yeah, right. it's just uh, like I said. Uh, it, all I was just curious about is is where where's my motivation and where's your motivation? Where are these things coming from? Why are we why are we doing this? But yes. it doesn't seem to need it. Yes, if you can find a motivation, then you know an authentic motivation. Then there's there's some agenda there. Yeah, you know, or or and sometimes an agenda is fine because to put water into the tulips means they last longer. So of course there's a motivation there, and it's natural functioning. Right. That's common sense. Yeah. But you know, you know that the motivation I'm talking about, not personal agenda motivation, then leaving space for things to happen without motivation at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's the territory, knowing which is which and what's going on for you. And being happy with no reason at all when, when, when things happen on their own. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's almost a, not quite a technique, but you always know, said go to the grocery store without having any... I, I do that all the time. Fantastic. And, uh, and uh, you always, it always works out fine. It really does. <laughs> it really does. But it's fun. You can almost, it's almost a game. You can yes. just uh, play yes. the game yes. and just see how it's going to all turn out. And yes. it's always is fine. It, in fact, it's, it's better than you, your plan. Even when you make a plan, yes. it's really fun. Yes. You make a plan. Yes. Your plan never turns out. Yes. But whatever happens is better. It's more efficient. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, we can't improve on, on the divine flow. We actually can't. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing how we really believe we can until we recognize we can't. Yeah. Yeah. But once, when, once you kind of see that, and get, then you, um, you can't believe it again. That's right. Um, That's right. Um, you can't believe it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. <laughs> you can't believe it again. I never thought about Humpty Dumpty that way. Before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Shiva. And then and then the gentleman. Hi, sir. Hi. person here knows remembers and that you've never done and won't do again. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I shared something and and uh, um, you could share it again because I being a, a businessman I probably could bet you don't remember. It's quite <clears throat> but, likely. Yeah yeah. Mm. But um, it was something my original root, te- root teacher said to me. This was maybe close to fifty years ago. Uh, <clears throat> And we were in this little bookstore where he's starting his meditation. And, you know, I was wearing a shirt with stripes going this way, and he's wearing a shirt with stripes going this way. He goes, oh, look, uh, your, your stripes are horizontal and mine are vertical. Um, now, you get it, right? Yes. Just for the crowd, he's always speak, often speaks symbolically. And, and I kind of got what he meant right away. Beautiful. <clears throat> 
but I wished, and I think I mentioned then, I wished I had, we could, I didn't want to reverse shirts, but I also wanted a vertical striped shirt. Yes. Meaning, you, you had freedom to go to the higher realms or the lower realms, and you had, but you didn't, you know, for my freedom is more now. I said, I'll, I'll take the higher realms or the lower. So, I'm going to cut to something that Sadri said about the last August. And, he, and I was being a little, little smart with him. I said, do you have any coaching for me? You know, and he said, well, and in two, two minutes, I mean, he said some things that reminded me of my original teacher. Uh, and he said, well, you know, you kind of have a ceiling over your head. And he kind of put his hand over his head. And I knew what he meant. But if that's kind of that horizontal, you know, you bump it. If, you, if you're horizontal, you're, you have a huge, you know, foot, a huge stadium, but, you know, you have a low ceiling. I'd rather yes. have a high ceiling than a smaller stadium. Yes. But, um, so, so he said that's going to go on for about a year. And, and so I knew what he meant, but I've been thinking about that. And I've been getting some, I've been getting some little freedom there, kind of opening that crack. Yes. And I, I you know, and, and I feel that there's movement. I, I was going to use, whole, use the word progress, but I'd rather say movement. It's sure. more humble, you know. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to, you know, Jack, if you can kind of help open that crack a little bit. From what I've been thinking about, it has something to do with my, my willing, my always stopping something before it may go. I may see that I could fall or drop into a you know, deeper domain, but then there's something, and it's, it's, it has been beyond my control, if that's the right word, to, to allow the, the, the dropping, but there's something that, right, stop it, hold it, hold it, you know, that kind of, and so that's what you know, I'm working on. I'm seeing that there's a more of a tendency to go into the passenger seat, but that's definitely a, a driver's seat conversation. And trying to control the car. Um, uh, so I don't know if it's karmic, whether it's trust or whatever, but what, what do you think? What do you see? What's the story with fear? I have to look at it. I mean, I, uh, might be very primordial fear. It's not a, you know, conscious of fear. Okay. But uh, I will do things that, well, you know, almost at fault too risky. You know, I made a lot of mistakes being at risk when I should have been more safe. And circumstances yes. showed that. Yes. I was not being pruned. Yes. So, but, so that's a, a different level of fear. It is another level, is yes. It's kind of an existential fear, maybe, that you're talking about. Well, you play with a type of an anxiety a lot, a nervousness, an, an apprehension, a caution. You play with that. Um, and underpinning that, there is fear. It, it's underneath it. Because we can say that yeah, the anxiety of, of, you know, just nervousness and self-consciousness and the tentativeness about being too visible, that, that thing that you play with. You, you know what I'm talking about? I think I do. Yeah, it stops you from bringing things to fruition because then if it's out there, you're not so comfortable about being exposed or some part of you, how will it be received? And you're, you're, so you, it's easier for you not to put something out there rather than to risk that. You see? 
So everybody who has that, it's got to do with belief in separation. It comes with a belief in separation because there's either a threat or an opportunity in every exchange. Because when you believe you're separate, there's either a threat or an opportunity all the time. It's exhausting. And as the unified field kicks, it kicks in and you see, oh, actually, we're more the same than the way how we are different. And, you know, it begins to creep in that you see things are, 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 are the same. There's no threat or promise at all. As that comes, of course, there's less anxiety. But what also happens is that there is... There's more carelessness or a flippancy that's not imprudence, but there's an I don't mind. Uh, there's something where that's not watching the consequences. As unity kicks in, there's more of, uh, more of an innate courage to put things out there because the consequences don't really touch it so much. It comes with age too, that kind of like, Fuck it. Fuck it. Thank you. Technical servant. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you know? And you haven't allowed that fuck it to kick in. Yeah. You haven't allowed it. You've stopped it. And there's always a sense that there's like a fear stopping it. You know, and it's a fear that I could understand that a 25-year-old would have. Do you know? But it's like... With all due respect. Yeah, do you know? Yeah. But, so, but it's like, where is this fear coming from? And how come the mellowing with age hasn't made you more... Couldn't be bothered caring about the consequences. But the consequences are as important as they are to a youngster. You know? Who's really watching peer pressure, what their peers are saying. All that kind of thing that's active in our younger years is active for you. And there's some kind of fear underneath that. And it didn't die off naturally, so there's something there that's keeping it alive. What if you were to say, fuck it? If you were to go into that mode and say, okay, all right, what have I got to get lay, lose and what have I got to gain? I'm like, just fuck it. Yeah, yeah. What, what would that be like for you? What does that bring up if, if, if I said, okay, Elliot, your new way of moving forward is fuck it? I had lapses of that. I mean, uh, fairly recently, just I was in my house, I just said, you know what, I'm, I'm here studying comedy. You know, you know, lighten the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I saw that. I said, wait a minute, this is actually a spiritual path. Yes. Just of, yes. you know, yes. of. of of doing that, which is, you know, yes. Uh, what is someone had a good expression for that? Uh, yeah, anyway, I'm thinking of it. The fact you just take you take the dice, throw the dice wherever they land. Yes. You know. So what stops you from doing that? Yeah. Well, that's I think that the, I think that's the question. I mean, obviously. What do you feel stops you from doing that? You have to find it yourself. Just to, just it, there seems to be a kind of moralizing that I there seems to be a have to in there. I have to get this work out. 
I have to. Um, and that's that. I have to make spiritual progress. And those directives come from where? Yeah, well, I think the answer. I mean, the question. The answer is in the question. Obviously, it's in the ego that there's some kind of survival mechanism. But I'm saying it too quickly. I need to get into the emotion there. You know. Yeah. All right. So let me let me uh, let me get. So where are they coming from? Yes. Whose voice is that? Which, what comes up a little bit is maybe someone, a little boy who's scared of the consequences if they don't happen. And, and, uh, and I don't know where that goes. I'm just, you know. Something got locked down, Elliot, between the age of like late teen to early manhood, before the age of 25, 18 to 25. Something got frozen there. And a maturation of one part of Elliot stopped. And it's still active. And you're still giving it power. It's like an expectation to deliver, an expectation to do certain things, like an idea of how your life was going to be. And you're still pushing that idea up a hill. And your life has rolled out in another way, the way that it had to. But you're still clinging to this ideal that you had at the age of 20, let's say, for the sake of nailing it down. That's when I first met my teacher, and in the journey of period, ah, first teacher. Ah, okay, what happened there? I don't there? know what happened there. What happened there? What happened there? And it's about you, it's not about the teacher. You know, it's how we respond, like, because, okay. you know. <clears throat> Did you buy into some idea of how it was going to be? Did you lock into, okay, I'm going to... Did your will get super strong there that you were just going to have a, a life that was shaped like ABC? It's like you lost track of listening to where Elliot's life was unfolding to. And somehow living with that, honoring that and loving that and learning to accept that, that got a bit missed. Just kind of went to the side a little bit. And, and, and there's been a, a kind of a push to, to, to deliver these self-created expectations. It was a natural... Um, originally, I thought I would make it in the external world and comedy writing, show business, wherever that was going. Yeah. And I went to New York, lived there for a year, made contacts which turned out to, which could have been extremely important. I don't, I don't, I don't know the detail. But um, I miss seeing my teacher. <clears throat> and I would come back for visits occasionally. And, I, and it was like going back into the Magic Kingdom from, you know, being in, uh, I don't use the ghetto, but just some kind of main street, USA versus the Magic Kingdom. Yes. And and I just, so I left New York after one year and I never, you know, manifested that external energy. Uh, I don't know if that's relevant, but, but I never worked that out. Yes. Um, yes, you never worked it out. Yeah. Yes. 
And to use a very dualistic term, did you make the right choice? Looking back. I don't know. I don't know. When I mentioned that I came back from New York to my teacher, he said, you didn't leave New York, you escaped New York. And I, to this day, I don't know whether that's, I escaped something bad that wasn't for my spiritual development, whether I escaped dealing with what I needed to do for my personal karma. Yes. Because uh, we're talking a big chunk of time here. Sure. And I, you know, I'm sure that with, yeah. So, so I don't know, Jack. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, what do you think? Or is it, is it my, my assessment and not yours? Um, your assessment would be more authentic because that's where you're at rather than grabbing an idea. I mean, I can, I can, I can map something, but I need you to own this process. I need you to own it so that, so, that, so that you can move beyond it. I can draw the map, but you've got to do the work. That's right. I'm All right? right? Yep. <clears throat> the life that you did live and a life that looked like it could have been lived either way it only worked out the way it could have because we think we have free will but we actually don't because you know we actually don't have free will at all but somehow the experience was being had by Elliot to have two paths and the consequence of taking one lay dormant for pretty much a lifetime until now. So, so dealing with the consequence, whether it's an emotion of a life that wasn't lived, if it's sadness and grief over that, own it, claim it, express it, let it go. Because there's something that has you half tethered to that world. Because you're still 25 and trying to, trying, trying to make it happen. Something got stuck there. It's like you didn't completely jump into the magic kingdom. Not completely. The other one wasn't abandoned. Not fully. Because you're still trying to make it. Do you see? I think so. I think so. I can see that neither, I mean, neither are complete. Neither are complete. I mean, what my take now is that now that all this time has elapsed, and I mean, I've done, you know, I've been with just remarkable teachers, and um, including yourself, and uh, amazing courses, and just a lot of thinking, a lot of, and I've done workshops and performances and stuff, and I, you know, full full tilt, but I, you know, it hasn't. But um, neither one has reached uh, fruition. I mean, I'm not, you know. Yes, neither has reached fruition according to your own standard. Right. So, so I have a kind of higher octave of the original idea to do writing, where it's related more to spirituality and using humor as a transformative tool uh, to, to for growth and development. So, but there's also that pressure. I've got to do that. Yes. You know, who else can do it? No one else can do it. Who, who, who could do that? If you could do it, so I don't have to. But I think I have to do it, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Spoken like a 25-year-old. <laughs> do you hear it? 
you know, the indispensable, going out to conquer something. And the beauty that's in youth. <laughs> and it dies out with, oh, fuck it. <laughs> it does, like, doesn't it? When you just, it does. If it happens or not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Life will go on just fine. That's the part I need to let go. So as you're saying that, I hear it very clearly, but I can't just go, okay, fine, bye. You know, I can't. I can't do that. I, you know, I feel that, that kind of contractive You do. Energy you want to defend it, and, and you're, you're, you're holding on to it for a long time, and it's not going to just drop. Yeah. Do you know? You're holding it tightly for a long time. Yeah. It just got parked, but frozen, frozen really, you know, in, in your system as a young man. Hmm. So we got to thaw it out and release the contraction. <clears throat> And, and know that it actually it doesn't matter if it needed to happen through you it's going to happen through you you won't be able to stop it but whatever sense of identity is tied up in it that's holding you back because it would define you or give you purpose or you'd feel that you're that you were offering something or you've got it tied up with, with, with a value system that in some very way definitely, very definitely. that can some way feed you, the man. So we've Elliot the man and we've got Shivam, the spiritual guy. You see? We've got the two here. And maybe if I don't know, like if I looked at, I'm pulling a figure from the sky, but if I looked at all the questions that you've asked me over those years, 60, 70, maybe 75% of them have been about your career. It's been Elliot asking about writing this book or writing that book and when. And, and it's been career guidance is what we've been doing to see, okay, okay, this is what he wants, this is what we'll give him. It's been Elliot asking. Whereas today I have Elliot and Shivam on the chair. So you've mixed up the two, you know? You've mixed up the two simply because not being able to let go of the Elliot story. Yeah. Whereas Shivam can do performance and writing for fun. Elliot has to do it because it has purpose and identity and value to the world, all tied up in it. And you have to do it. There's an imperative about it. For Shivam, there isn't. It's for fun. But the work is for Elliot to drop 
all the, 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 the heaviness that's wrapped up with the life that wasn't lived, that you're still trying to bring to fruition. Yeah. Seeing it for what it is and dropping it now would be the same as if you had a successful career touring all over the world, performing dozen books behind you, you would still have to let it go. The same issues would be playing, the same stuff, whether or not you did it. You'd be in the same place now. Mm. You'd be in the same place. You might have more money, you might not. It comes and it goes. Apart from that, you'd be in the same place. You would still be wrapped up with identity and purpose and making a difference. Do you see? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what you did or didn't do. <laughs> really doesn't matter. But it's about changing your perspective and your relationship with the life, how your life turned out and your attachment to wanting to do the Elliot life has to go now. Making sense? Yeah. Yes. So you've got a bit of work to do. Yeah. Helpful. Clarifies. Yeah. They're the two strands. Mm. And the just in case part of your personality. Covering yourself just in case. Yeah. It's like that anxiety of like, is this good enough to publish? No, 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 no. Just in case something would go wrong. Yeah. So, you know, just in case the spiritual thing doesn't work out, I, I, I'll keep my foot in the other world. And just in case that doesn't work out, I've still got my spiritual magic kingdom to fall back on. And there's, there's, there's some um, uh, intuition about that that I think is, has been good in that the, the, the writing is starting, is coming back. But it is coming back and it's, you know what, whatever form it takes is fine. Because I may have two or three books in process and one of the anxieties is that I had this Prometheus rock that I've been pushing up the hill. Well, maybe if you're pushing up three books, it's, you know, it's easier to push up one book than to push up three. So I can allow, you know, there's more of allowing the process and not putting myself under you know, deadline as much. If you never publish anything, is that all right? I have to say no, to be honest. And I know the right answer is yes, but, I, but the, the honest answer is no. I'm glad you gave me the honest one. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have friends who are just, you know, like sannyasis in India, you know, they're, that's it, they can spend 24-7 doing their meditations and going to chantings and, you know, and, you know, we, living on a small amount of money and I kind of like that you know just kind of that freedom I wish he doesn't well you're lucky <laughs> you, don't, you don't have the burden that I have to try to get something out into the world you know is that a 25 year old <laughs> yes that's the 25 year old trying to puff himself off with yeah. self-importance yeah. and purpose yeah 
you've created the burden yourself. Mm. When you let it go, there's some chance you're going to write something, publish something. But the grasp is so tight now, it's constipating. Mm. And there's no guarantees when you let go if you'll ever publish something or not. And that has to be okay. So the layers that are buried underneath that, you've got to explore those. I'd love to see you arrive at an acceptance of your life as it had turned out, as if it's over. That level of letting go. be grief and let there be sadness for the Elliot that wasn't for the Shivan that wasn't to let it all go it reminds me a little bit of like a, a, a friend of mine once who was pregnant with what she, she thought was her son and she had a daughter she grieved for her son who never existed she grieved for you know, she, she anticipated the opposite sex of what her baby was. There never was a, a son. She had a girl. But she grieved for the son because she had a relationship with the son. But he, there was never a son there. There wasn't two babies there. You know? It's like grieving for what never was. But, but it was very real in her head. For 40 weeks, it was, it was all about herself and her son, you know? So then there was a loss of her son. Even though the daughter was there for her, she was just full of sadness for her son. You know? Yeah. So let there be a grief for what wasn't, rather than imagining that it's yet to come, because all you're doing there is hanging on to the attachments of the 25-year-old. You left New York. Leave everything else that was that that life was about too. But you dragged something with you. Let it get light. Let it get light.
meets your ceiling. Okay. That's the work. That's the work. The attachments that have kept those mm-hmm. ideas alive. Mm-hmm. That's the work. And then let it roll as it will. What's going to be is going to be. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> and fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. something raised my hand to come up here and uh, uh-huh. so I'm excited at the same time um, yeah it's so good to see all these men here God isn't it oh God like we need this yeah you know? God. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it's so good to see a, 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 a woman teacher you know we need we need this too yes 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 um, and it's also so good to just hear all the truth-telling and the authenticity, like, for me, that realness is like, uh, that's food for my soul, really, you know, we, we miss that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'm rustling inside, <laughs> and uh, um, I'm having a hard time, I guess, with this whole idea of uh, being a spirit in human form, you know, like there's this, mm. there's this mm. idea that we're all spiritual beings in human form. Some people hold that idea all right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, how much, how much suffering do I allow myself? And at the same time, how much of that exalted feeling I get, you know, I, I need to be being in, in, in more of an awakened state. So I, I, I feel I've been really blessed in my life with coming across this question, who am I? And it's guided me a long way. I, I've had some very deep insights and awakening experiences, and I've you know, gone through uh, realizing I'm not the witness, that's just the personality. Behind that is consciousness, but I'm, you know, behind that is pure consciousness, which is you know, consciousness without any content. Without anything, yeah. Without anything, without any suffering. Yeah. But even when I ask that question, well, who is consciousness, it, 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 it gets to the point where it's like there's just something that's undefined. I can only call it the divine or God or... Um, and so I've, like, I've gotten into this, these deep awakened states. Uh-huh. And, um, um, but then there's all this 
uh, there's this other aspect of the human life, which is there's still suffering, right? It hasn't freed me, and uh, um, I, I've just witnessed. Uh, I used to run a retreat center, and, and I used to have many Buddhist groups come to Pasana, and I would see. Um, I'd see. Uh, sometimes I would see people get so much into this awakened state and, and, and they're, they're, they're just like pushing away the human, pushing away the suffering. And it'd be like a disconnect, they'd become dissociated. And I, I yeah. often call that spiritual bypassing. bypassing. And um, uh, it's like they, they'd be there, they'd be radiant, you know, they'd be present, but they're far away. Like, you know, this idea of be here now, they'd be now, but here would be far away, you know, I'd be relating to them, and they'd be like, like uh, yeah, you're here, but what, where, you know, and so, um, it, it, it seems to me that the awakening is, it's not the end, it's actually for me, I'm starting to realize, oh, fuck it. <laughs> It's the beginning. It's the beginning, yeah. And there's this other thing which I would call like enlightenment, which is like uh, uh, bringing my true self or that awakened state into my humanness. And uh, um, <coughs> I'm having a real hard time with that. It's like. Um, I just feel like I've gotten into this, you know, this state, this divine state in my life. I've kind of hung out there. And uh, um, it's like all the purification is coming up, you know, like there's this purification that happens after that happens. And it's like, fuck, like, I, I wish I wouldn't even gotten on this path. Like, it's, it's, it's even worse suffering than before. And uh, it's like, right now in my life, like, everything's just kind of falling apart. Um, um, I've had, like, a concussion where I, I lost my sense of myself. Um, uh, I, um, four years ago, I broke up with my my wife, I lost my family, and I had a beautiful property to my dream. And then just a year ago, I broke up with this other woman. My, my mother died like a, a, a year ago. And, uh, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. And I call it like a, uh, holy hell, like it's it's hell, but you know, you could say it's holy. Like some people say, oh, well, Russell, like this is great, this is good news, everything's falling apart. Fantastic, you're going to have a fantastic life. Well, <laughs> fuck off, you know? <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah, it's falling apart, and it, you know, you just I can feel it, like just something really wonderful is happening, but I'm in the midst of this, you know, and so I'm thinking, so what do I do? Like, do I just go back into this, this state, you know, the absolute, okay, I'm going to center myself there, and then it's going to all go away. Well, for me, that's an addiction to not suffering. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. 
Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm looking for relief, you know, it's like, you know, what I see sometimes with meditators, it's like, they just want to be calm, like, let me be calm and peaceful and just avoid all the suffering. But that's just another way of bypassing everything. And so, I'm caught up in this thing of like, sometimes like, it's fuck like last night. <laughs> I was just crying for an hour. And I was not in touch with this, this state of the absolute, you know? So it's like... Uh, and it's, it's been going on for like a year. And... Uh, yeah, yeah, I get these people saying, you know, like these uh, kind of new ages, oh, this is your karma, you know, or uh, don't worry, this too shall pass. You know, that's like all this kind of, this new age kind of these aphorisms that don't make a fucking difference. And I just don't know what the hell to do. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah. do I just let myself suffer? Do I, like, is this what the divine is telling me to do? Like, fuck Russell, just... But the, the one thing that I know is that who I am is always there. Like, I'm not going to be destroyed by it. So, in one sense, that's good because I can, like, I can really feel it. Like, because I know that I'm not my suffering, so then I can even suffer even more. But that's like a fucking terrible, awful paradox, God. It's like, I'm not my suffering, so now I can really fucking suffer. <laughs> so... I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm really having a rough time with this. Like, do I just let myself suffer and go through it and let it release itself, and then, okay, the next day it'll be okay. This too shall pass. There's something wonderful coming. Or just maybe it's all with it. Maybe it's always going to be shit. Yeah. Maybe it is. Holding out for it to get better is hell. It's hell. Um, after, after the truth kind of stabilizes, you know, knowing that you're the absolute and that the rest of it is just mind made up garbage, there is a phase of, of whatever is remaining in you gets yanked out. Absolutely. And it's violent. It's violent. It's like you're, you're, so much of you has shifted gear and there's so much clarity that what's still caught in the story, it's like oil and water. There is no place for it. And it's like, it's, it, it, it's twisting and contorting and it's awfully painful. Furthermore, the ego acts as a, as, it's like an egg around you. It, yeah. it just, you know, it's kind of this protective, it's like a shell. Like a shell. Yeah. It is, you know. And when it goes, there's a heightened sensitivity to pain that's not there beforehand. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're kind of more yeah. porous. Yeah. You're like ethereal. You can almost put your hand through yourself. Do you yeah. know? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and so when, when pain comes, by Jesus, there's no protection at all. It's just straight in, straight through. And it's jarring with the vibration of truth or light or whatever. Yeah. So the intensity of that kind of pain is awful after awakening. It's 
fucking awful. And nobody tells you about this. Not everybody goes through it. Well, I feel Some like going do. on a, a, you know, a trip and telling everybody about this. You want to be on the spiritual path? Well, you ain't seen you. nothing yet. But it's not all light and wonderful and love, man, I'll tell you. Yeah. It's holy hell. Also called the dark night of the soul. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. And you can't go forwards and you can't go backwards and you can do nothing and you're on your knees. Just to be seen. Yeah. Just to be seen. Mm -hmm. And it will do its thing and it'll last as long as it'll last. And if it lasts forever, so what? Yeah. So freaking what? Well, I, uh, I know it's uh, helping me become stronger. Oh yeah, there's loads of yeah. things it's doing that are great news. There's no, of course there is, but but you know they're just concepts right yeah, now. They're just right. concepts. Yeah. So uh, grabbing at one of them, you're just kind of avoiding. Yeah. All you can do is breathe. Yeah. Stay breathing through it. Yeah. Stay breathing. Be present to it. And let yeah. this, like, sure we can call it karma. You can call it like carrying on some suffering for the world. You, I mean, you can put any label on it. Yeah, it's just what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Just breathe through it. Yeah. Breathe through it. Mm -hmm. It might make sense down the line. It might not. That doesn't matter either. It breaks for most people. Yeah. It breaks for most. Yeah. Not for everybody. The odd one or two, they just continue carrying this. Yeah. That happens too. Yeah. We'll have to see how it rolls for you. Yeah. Well, it's good knowing that that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. It happens. You can't go forwards. You can't go backwards. Stay with it and breathe. Okay. And it's burning yeah. up every desire. It's burning yeah. up all the residue. It's sure it's doing stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't make it easier. Uh -huh. no. It doesn't, actually. You have to be with this. You can't avoid this with yeah, concepts. There's nothing I can do. No, there's nothing. That's the only way out of it. Yeah. That's the only way out of it. Yeah. Let it bring you to your knees. Let it have you totally. Yeah, passive surrender. Passive surrender. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Passive surrender. Yeah. Don't fight any of this. Let it just do what it wants with you. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Walk into it. Yeah. Walk into it. Can I give you a hug? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
buy you some new Kleenex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Getting all mixed up. <coughs> Not from personal problems, no. My spiritual understanding. Yes. That's what I want to clear. Yes. Uh, we talked about uh, start of the morning, about absolute and the relative. Yes. Absolute is the reality. Sure. Relative is within it. Yes. One thing clear in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Relative is all energy. Is all energy. Albeit imagined, but yes, you can say it's energy. E is equal to mc square. True. All matter is nothing but energy. Oh, all matter is nothing but energy, correct. Well, relative is matter. Mm-hmm. And thoughts too. Yes. They are not material, but they are objects just the same. Yes, okay, good. Please use the mic. Yeah, okay. Thoughts are objects. Any object, if I am identified with, my lot is fear. Yes. After attending second year at the inner garden, your satsang, I went home and within a couple of weeks, I experienced that I am Satchitanand. Yes. I felt it. Yes. But that feeling just disappeared. Yes. Now my problem is my head. It is supposed to be universal. It's not personal. Yes. How come it disappeared again? Why didn't I felt that I am part of everybody or everybody is part of me? Where did it? There must be some identification somewhere. Yes. I'm still identified. But fear is no more with me. Good. After having such a Dhananda experience, yeah. fear couldn't touch me. Yes. Did uh, you cling to the experience of Satchitananda? I did. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, after I experienced it, yeah. now my head spun and I said, Hey, you have read, there is no division in it. Yes. It is only one thing. How come? Disappeared. You don't feel you're one with everybody. Your perception of it disappeared. It didn't disappear. Uh, no, it, it, it can't. It can't. Because it no, is it the reality. Yes, it is the reality. Yes. I'm sorry. I so something I'm else no. took your attention. But it didn't bother me. I said, maybe some vasanas in sure. this body-mind sure. or something I have to live through. I said, let it happen. Good. 
The other thing I enjoyed with your session is you said we don't have a free will. And I had believed in it when I was this high. Sure. Somehow, where I was born, many people listen to it, spiritual teaching, but it doesn't sink in. They yes. always think they have a free will. Sure. But I didn't. And my life just smooth, unbelievably smooth and good. That's why I am here. <clears throat> this is the sign of good life, is to be in her presence. I, I don't know if this thing sinks in. Where I come from, the only thing good which happens to a human being is to be in the presence of a spiritual teacher. That is the only good thing which happens. Tomorrow you might win a big lottery and you think, oh brother, oh brother, I am hungry. You know, that's a good thing. Watch it, what brings that wealth to you. This chap just had a hug from him. Your problems are almost over. Almost over. Believe you me, because <laughs> I have such an adult experience by being with her. If that can happen to this, your body mind, you, but anyway, I, I'm going off the point. Okay, let's come back to the absolute has no feeling of Satchidananda in it. Correct. Satchidananda is only in manifestation. Yes. And my understanding is the manifestation is I am. Bible says I am that I am. Mm -hmm. That I am is the manifestation. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Sure. And my head is not that mixed up. Quite clarity in there. Now, after knowing all this, the energy, the matter energy, is consciousness at the bottom of it? Of energy? Yes. So it's the words, source it, from pure consciousness comes the energy. The energy. Now, the other concept I have that the first energy which came into being in the manifestation but sound energy. You could say this. This is what the two or three spiritual teachers' books I have read. And uh, they said that start was the sound energy. And then I said the electromagnetic energy is mainly all around us. They are Interconvertible, are they? Sound and electron. Electromagnetic. You see, everything, every piece of energy, anything at all that can come into manifestation has a sound to it. Okay. Everything so has a sound. Sound to it. 
So sound is the basic. It is the start. Everything can be mapped out in a frequency, and that frequency has a pitch. No, but uh, uh, sound energy and the difference in electromagnetic energy, sound energy needs a media to propagate itself. But for electromagnetic energy, you don't need a media. It can go through the vacuum. You don't need media. But sound, you do. That's the difference. But I think they are interconvertible. I don't know enough about electromagnetic energy to... Well, uh, anyway. What other thought was in my head? Uh, the uh, is consciousness is the basis of it. So that means the energy which surrounds us is conscious. Yes, is consciousness and it's conscious of itself but not as itself. It doesn't recognize, oh, this is what I am. It can't do that. That's too much of a movement. Movement, okay. <coughs> the other thing, you know, from the movement the idea came, the absolute is still and silent. Yes. Silence and stillness. Yes. And manifestation is movement. Yes. I am done. I am done. My concepts are now clear. Uh, Can I throw something into just well, maybe? Please, 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 please. That's why I'm here. I want to just leave a signpost to say even consciousness is part the fact that it is the source of the movie makes it part of the movie. Because the fact that it's the source of manifestation makes it part of manifestation. There is a capacity to be open to prior to consciousness. Uh, if, I, if I read uh, Nishkarga Datta Maharaj correctly, he says, pure awareness is the absolute. And Atmananda says, there is no Satchit Anand in it. Yes. Satchit Anand is consciousness. And Viskarka uh, Dutta says, consciousness is in movement. The other is not. The other is still. Yeah. In silence. Okay. Stillness comes opposite to the movement. Yeah. And silence comes from sound. Yes. So we're in the law of opposites. I'm putting up a signpost to say love, outside. Love opposites exist. Duality exists in thoughts. You cannot think unless you think in duality. Thoughts thinking is not sure. Possible. Sure. It has to be in duality. Sure. It's part of it. And language, which sure. is translation of thoughts, sure. is also a tool of duality. Sure. I am trying to make you go the other direction, rather than closer into duality. Consciousness itself. Hang out there in pure consciousness, which is not conscious of anything. Hang out there in pure consciousness. Stay there and see if it opens up. No desire now. There is no such thing as desire because there's nothing other than itself. There, nothing arises in it to want anything. 
I don't want no, to feel that I am everybody and everybody is me. That's unity I, I, consciousness. You can jump that. That's unity consciousness. Yeah, but I, I don't want to have no more experience. After having such, such an Ananda experience, for me, life is finished. Now, I just don't want to reincarnate. So, so drop my, that desire. My, drop that desire. Yeah, that is still with me. Drop that desire. Thank you. Drop that yeah, desire. Yeah, that, that one is hanging on me. And, uh, if the Absolute wants to give you another thousand rounds, say, suck it to me. No, no, I'm not worried about, you know. Uh, from Him, from the Absolute, which is nothing but love, He will never suck it to me. He will never suck it to me. He never suck it to nobody. We interpret it that way. Our mind says, hey. I go for a cup of tea. No, no. It's, it's our mind which does that. And that is a conditioned mind. You remember there was... A, it's the conditioned mind who has the desire for further incarnations. I, 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 Work with that. I, 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 Work I, with that. I got you. I got you. Yesterday there was, a, there, was a, there, was lady, there was a lady with a child. And uh, that boy's father was carrying him, and I was there. I said, you look at this child, he's a Brahmagyani. His soul is pure now. He's pure Satchidananda. I said, you are going to condition him? <laughs> and screw his life up. <laughs> and I said, blame is all on you. But that's the that is the play of the That's the play. That's, that's Maya. That's, Maya. that's how it works. Maya. Maya. Beautiful thought. <laughs> no time. There is no space. There is only here and now. Which is also a thought. Uh, this is a reality. This is not a thought. <laughs> this is not a thought. That is a reality. Here and now is a reality. And but here and now is Maya. Maya, when you bring space and time, Maya starts. Here and now is space and time. No, now is eternity. <laughs> In now there is no, uh, here there is no, here is everywhere. Here is everywhere. Wherever you go, it's always here. Wherever you go. This body-mind, wherever it goes, that's here. But this is all Maya. Everybody Space and time Maya. is Maya. I, I'm going to into time. How many fuck people it, understand it. what is time? Fuck everything. Eventually, yes. No, now, now. Why eventually now? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Drop that I, desire to I, reincarnate. I have that problem. Okay. Thank okay. you. Okay, that's your whole point. Yeah, to go around this way. Uh, people seem to have already gone on tea break, so let's have a 10, 15 minute tea break. How about that? <laughs> so, welcome back. Um, so, spiritual bypassing. Um, the term has come up a little bit over the weekend, but we didn't talk about it. And what it is, is... Uh, when you use 
a concept to avoid, use a spiritual concept to avoid looking at something. It's very easy to do, it's very seductive, and if you have the habit of doing it, break it. So let's say it's something bugs the hell out of you, and you're like, oh, but it doesn't matter, it doesn't really exist anyway. That's spiritual bypassing. If it bugs the hell out of you, be real, be authentic, it bugs the hell out of you, that's the reality, deal with that. Having a desire, and you're like, no, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm desireless. I'm desireless. And not listening to the internal struggle. Just because you don't follow a desire doesn't mean you're desireless. There's a desire there. How do you deal with it? Spiritual bypassing will be to deny it. But you'll have some chance of moving forward if you're like, there's the desire. Do I need to give in to it? Or can I see through it and see that my mind is setting up something outside of me to make me imagine that if I have that, I'd be better. Better off in some way. The thing is, when there's a desire running, all that your mind is doing is running the pain of having a desire. When you desire something, it's painful. And our minds are so fantastic at creating something that you imagine is real, the absence of that desire lets you be calm again. So when you satisfy the desire, you usually give up that you wanted it, right? I want chocolate, I want chocolate, I want chocolate. When I let myself have chocolate, it's not the chocolate that makes the desire go, it's because my mind has dropped the desire for chocolate. That's the satisfaction. It doesn't come from the chocolate. Actually doesn't come from the chocolate. There is no quality in chocolate that can absolve desires. And marketing is all around stimulating desires. Stimulate, get this, get this, you must have this, you must have this, drive a bigger car, a better car, get a better house, have a better address. It's everywhere, everywhere. <coughs> stimulating desires, stimulating desires. There's so many of them we don't, we, we, we don't even recognize that there are desires around the place. <coughs> Not running desire is totally peace. Totally peace. But if there's a desire there and it's suppressed and you think that's being free of desire, you're spiritually bypassing. If there is a desire, there's one of two things to do. Give into it or unravel it. And try to see from the place that, okay, I really want to have a relationship with that person. All right. I'm going to be disappointed by it. It's going to work for a while. I'm going to be back where I started. Because I'm just running this idea that's going to end me up where I am now. Because at the end of the day, you're on your own. You are on your own, really. It's just you and your own inner demons. And anything outside is a little embellishment for a while. That's all. That's all. So wanting the relationship with somebody is painful. Not because they are the solution to the pain, but because wanting anything is the source of suffering. Wanting anything is the source of suffering. I can tell you that, but you have to discover it yourself in order to transcend desires. You have to figure that out yourself. You have to see it and go, holy moly, she was right. It's that kind of a thing. You can't grasp it like, well, I heard that. That's not going to transcend desire for you. It's not going to. 
So even grasping a spiritual concept from me is spiritual bypassing. Do the work. Figure it out for yourself. Figure it out for yourself. Inquire. What is my mind telling me? And why do I believe it so? Don't bypass anything. Stay with your experience, what it presents. Stay with it. Sit with it. Be there. Don't look for a solution or for anything to change. Understand what's happening to you. Don't bypass it because you want to feel differently. That's what we do all the time. Oh, I'll do this so I'll feel better. I'll do this so I'll feel better. Stay with what's going on inside. Figure it out. Do the work. Get rid of it. Know where your attention is. Be authentic. Have courage. Don't avoid anything. And don't deny anything. Spiritual bypassing is like taking a sleeping tablet, you know? You just, you're just knocked out for a while. You've stopped actually progressing, evolving. Mm-hmm. But it happens. Yes, you yeah. Oh, oh Francoise, is ne- Francois is next. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is the, these recordings, they take about a month. Come on up. They take about a month to, uh, to clean up. A sound engineer cleans them up for me. And, um, and then they go up on my website. If you want, we can email you to say when they're on the website. We could do that if we have a mailing list. Um, but we can pay Derek now for them? Mm, nope. We know we've got to go to the airport. We'll fly this evening. Okay. Oh, I have a form. My functioning brain really isn't working well this weekend. I have a form where you can order it. Uh, n- n- uh, too late. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late. Sorry, I, I, I mixed up. And I didn't bring products either. And, you know, it just got a bit... It went a bit... But I'm here. Yes? Jack, what is a question, uh, I hope a quick question of clarification of spiritual bypassing. What is the role, if anything, of psychology? <clears throat> yeah, it's very useful to give you tools to manage your thinking. To have... To have the tool to be able to analyze, to be able to find the source of something that's frozen and back in time, to explore inner child work, to see the dynamic, to kind of explore. Maybe my dreams are telling me something. Maybe they're not. It's very useful for giving you tools at the start. But it's at the start. Yeah, sure. Hi there. I do want to come up, but I can't say I already have a question to start with. Okay, I'm tempted to ask one thing. to have 
doubt come in. And um, I think it happens to a number of people that, yeah, with ayahuasca, if they tend to fade out with them. Um, I'm not saying it has completely faded out, but I do feel that it's much, much less than it was. The seeings that you got from taking the medicine, did, did those openings stay with you, or is that fading also? Um, I certainly don't hold my ground as I was, and um, the heart is much less active than it was. Um, it still comes up from time to time, and then I nourish it. Um, but you know, it's always a little bit in the back, it's not really up front. Um, and it's okay, maybe it just takes time. Um, and uh, for sure there's no lion for now. There's no lion? I don't think there's a lion yet. Um, I've scheduled another ayahuasca ceremony. Um, maybe something will happen there, but you know, again, I'm going to think it's going to be great for for a month, and then it's going to fade out again. You've already programmed in that expectation. Uh, kind of, yeah. Mm, it'll probably happen like that, yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> maybe expect nothing at all. And let it take you. Let it take all at once. Because when, when we run like, yeah, maybe, it, you know, it could probably fade, because this is my passion, and it, it's, you know, clear for a while, and then it fades out. That's some part of you wanting what's very familiar to stay in place. That's some part of you not, ex not, 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 not allowing you to lose yourself. You know? And your mind can kind of tell you, well, maybe, you know, I can run stories of self-worth or I can run all kinds of reasons why it wouldn't happen to me or maybe this doesn't work for me or blah, blah, blah. You can run all kinds of stories like that. But at the end of the day, really, it's just resistance. Really. To letting it have all of you. The medicine? Yeah. I sure did battle. Yeah. So what about surrender? Where do you sit with the idea of surrender? being grounded and letting go. Yeah, but, and, you know, just like during the weekend, if I open up and just relax with time, you know, just emotional stuff builds up. Yeah. And then I go out 
go for a walk, come back, I'm fine. I'm going to hold my ground. And then I open up, and then it's going to build up again. And I feel like I lose my self-power then. So why doesn't it just be allowed to explode? For the same reason I battle in, during the ceremonies is... And are you going to do that always? I don't know any other way. Hmm, so what would it be like to be sitting back there and you're letting go and the emotions come up and you didn't go for a walk? And you're just like, okay, if I'm going to be a babbling heap on the floor, so be it. What would it be like to just let go and have no control? accept this to happen you know I kind of wish it would but sure I know yeah but but it's about not doing because the effort is in making sure it doesn't happen yeah so it's about not making effort and just allowing yeah it's difficult What do you stand to lose? Why is it difficult? you only think you have power. Yeah. The one who's going out for the walk is trying to convince himself he has power because he's touching the reality that he is powerless. And that's where the power is, actually. When that's where the power is, as you know. The, when yeah. you can admit to be powerless. Yes, yes. yes. And there is, I think also something taxing about the emotional, if it really comes up, it's physically demanding. I don't know, it's, it's yes, it is physically demanding. Yeah. And, well, there's, there's no preference to go there, <clears throat> sure. Could we spark up a preference to go there? You'd sleep really well after it. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, a huge emotional release. Oh, yeah. you sleep like a baby. That's what I was expecting for the ayahuasca ceremony, and that didn't happen. So it was my reason to go back. Good. Okay. So why is this false power so darn interesting for you? This idea of power, trying to grasp power that some part of you knows isn't real at all. Why are you avoiding the powerlessness that you know is authentic power? I don't know, I use those, I just use those words, but... Yeah, but... Do you confirm them? Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's okay. something in this. Okay. Yeah, there's something in this, yeah.
having the courage to let go, really let go. Really trust, surrender and like, okay, if I make a total mess here and I'm trusting the wrong process, the wrong teacher, the wrong medicine, if I'm shaman, if I'm trusting the wrong thing, I'm going to get wiser here because I think I can trust this. I'm going to trust it. If I fall flat on my face, okay, I'll come out wiser. I'll get over it. And surrender anyway. The idea is seductive. I hope so. (laughs) Tell me about this. Okay. Here, yeah. That can be there. That can be there. Sure, because it's unknown. So there's going to be a bit of nervousness and anxiety about it. <clears throat> not a strong enough reason to not go there, though. Mm. I need something better than that. Maybe you are ready. Yes, your mind won't know. Yeah. And it won't want to, but it's kind of about doing it anyway. It, it, you're at that interesting place of, of, do I bow down to my mind, or do I bow down to, to what my mind doesn't know, but that I know you know, but that my mind doesn't know. You're at that point. You'll suffer if you choose your mind. Yeah. Well, that's how it's been the last few years. Yes. Yes. And the fear of choosing the other one is where the negative lies. It's only in the fear of it. And you think it's only about non-doing? Yes. Dropping the resistance. Not supporting the resistance. Yeah. <clears throat> you can, you know. I just know I didn't. Yes. But, but that's gone, that's fine. You've tried it that way. I don't think it can happen otherwise than with uh, the iOS connection. You think you'll fight it? Because I think otherwise I will fight. Yeah. I think iOS can win even if I fight. You think it can win if you fight? Yeah. 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 If you take enough of it, yeah. <laughs> into neutral with medicine if one intention 
Give. Say the intention, drop the intention and go into neutral and let it drive you. Let it take you. I'm rooting for you. You can do it. We can have this conversation in five years' time. Yeah, that's what I don't want to have. It's only the fear of letting go, the fear of surrender. That's the only block here. It's the idea that surrender would be an awful thing. It's just the fear, and you're bowing down to that fear. If you can see, this is just fear. It's nothing at all to do with letting go. Because you know yourself that that kind of surrender yields to true power. You know it. But the fear has you. Time to transcend that fear. Feel the fear and do it anyway, you know. It's one of those scenarios. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. Don't obey that fear anymore. Wherever it comes up, you've got to be onto that like ding, 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 red light. There's that fear again. Push through it. That would be a really good spiritual practice for you. Whenever that fear rises up, don't honor it. It's in charge of so many parts of your life. Actually, I think I don't see the fear. I only see the emotional buildup. So the emotional buildup happens. Right. And fear is kind of... Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the fear of staying with it that makes you put a lid on it, contain it in some way. Okay. So let's bring in fear. Fear is the trigger there. But, yeah. of course, fear is hiding. Yeah, it needs to be exposed. Yes. needs to be exposed. Yeah. Because the emotional build-up is fine. Let it keep building, building, and it'll express or release or it'll be fine. It'll come to resolution. It might just build and like, oh, and gone. That might be all. But in comes the fear and thump, you've taken action. So bring that fear front and center. Shine a bright light on it. It's like, no longer, no longer. I want to see when you arise and I'm going to not obey you anymore. That's very important for you. And it doesn't matter what it looks like, whatever you do. It's so important for you to transcend that fear. To not obey it anymore. That's so important. And the consequences. Don't, don't be bothered with them. Not worth it. Do you know of any different contexts where it could be observed or put into practice? Or... It builds up here, but... Yeah. Um. Talking to a girl. <laughs> anywhere. You know? Wherever fear rises up. Putting yourself out there in any way. Putting yourself out there. Being visible. Being opinionated. Fear stops you from a lot of expression. Mm. And lack of uh, playfulness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I saw last week. Keeps things heavy and serious, yeah. you know? Yeah. Fear is all about contraction. Yeah. Somehow, I woke up one morning and playfulness was there. Yeah. And it made things so much easier. Yes. And I could see all 
every time I was going into trying to manipulate things, I was, yeah. I was actually turning my back on playfulness. Yes. 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 Let play happen, huh? you get love to see your energy field get as wide as you are tall mm-hmm. fill out your space fill out your space enough of this playing small business it's not working for you anymore absolutely yay <laughs> alright thank you Go for it. Transcending fear, playfulness, expand. Be careless, be reckless. You won't be, but those words are good for you to give yourself permission to not obey the fear. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. Anybody else need to come up who hasn't been up already? Mr. Mr. Joe from Ireland? Me? You promised me you were going to come up. Well, you said maybe I'll come up the next time. I can't think of any question. Can't you? Ask one quick question. Joe from Ireland. Joe from Ireland. Yes. Yes. Well done. You're at the top of the room. Sorry, yeah. We set up a booby trap here. D. Existential fear, or sorry, the, um, the yeah. panic yeah. when I approach it. Yeah. Can I take baby steps towards it? Yes. To get used to it? Can yes. I go towards it and step back? Yes. So I don't have to push through and go insane? <laughs> no. No? Okay. No, you don't have to. So that technique would be okay? It would, it would. Now, don't kid yourself because you can stay touching it and coming back. For ten years. Mm. But at the moment, say six you, months. I give you six months of touching. Chemicals touching. fill your body. You kind of go, you know. Yeah. Panic. Yeah. So I can come back from it. And yeah. Come back from it. And yeah. then in a few months' time, like maybe the end of the summer, it's like, all right, put something in your schedule. You know, put something in your diary, and it's like, okay, I change my relationship with fear. It's like, okay, I get what it does. It runs the chemicals. Fair enough. Mm. I'm going to breathe through it, <laughs> so that. The chemicals can be there, but it's not taking over all of my thoughts. Mm. Do you know? So that you're not completely spenciled inside in it. Yeah. I kind of know what's on the other side is where I have to be. Yeah. But you hit that wall. Yes. Take it easy. Yes. If you breathe, it's amazing. If you breathe, fear can't, and really breathe, like, Mm -hmm. fear can't get the same tension set up in your body. You can use techniques to reduce the fear. You can. I can do that quite successfully. Yeah. But it's 
approaching it causes it to rise. So yeah. Yeah. just continue approaching it. You can. Do you know what's a good thing to do? Is lie down in bed and say, okay, I'm going to approach the fear and I'm going to go right into it. You know you're safe. Mm. You're in your own bed. You know? And it's like a Saturday morning. You've got space. Yeah. So if I do go insane, I'm safe. You're safe, exactly. You're mm. safe. And it's like, I'm just going to run amok here with it and see what goes on. That's a really good thing to do. Mm. And see what, okay, fear, come on. I'm calling your bluff now. Come on, let's see how big you can get, actually. That sorts it. Because you get to see what it is and it passes and you're like, what the heck was that about? And you get to understand it in a different way because you come out the other side of it. Mm. without doing any action. That's the one I'd recommend most of all. Because mm. you really get to, to, to walk it through without there being a, a thing, without being distracted by having to take an action, having to do something at the same time as this emotion is happening. You're just present with the emotion fully. Mm. That's a really good thing to do. Thank you. You might go for it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Super. Thank you. Hi. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm very nervous. That's all right. Just take a few breaths. It's it's really just the belief in separation. <laughs> really, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I don't really know what I want to ask. Okay. Um, I just felt like I needed to come up. Um, yeah. I also just wanted to to express that I'm. Um, I feel so, like, grateful, uh, that I've stumbled into you somehow. Um, I've never, uh, I've never experienced, like, a satsang where I really felt like, oh, yeah, 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 like, she gets it. Like, I, I feel, I've, uh, <clears throat> I've been, you know, following a lot of male teachers, um, and I would always feel very, you know, somewhere in my in my in my gut and in my intuition, it would and my heart, it would always be telling me like, you know, something's missing, you know, because it was always just transcend everything, transcend, yeah. transcend, transcend, and I would always just 
feel like fake, but I can't. Yeah. And I just feel like... Let yourself come home to yourself. I'm just a mirror. I'm just a mirror. Reminding you of what you know yourself already. That's all. Yep. Killed that. 
kind of just keeps doing it whenever like something subtle comes up. It's like, nope, 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 nope. Um, so I know that it's just, you know, it's been such a healer. It's healing me. All the while I've been trying to heal it, it's been healing sure. me. Sure, sure. Um, and I know that I have this intuitive feeling that it comes from this deep, intrinsic fear, mostly fear of abandonment. This is what I feel. I could be wrong, I'm not sure, but uh, I feel that it's fear of abandonment because it's, it's like root chakra stuff too. Uh, I just, I'm just so tired. And I'm just like, I just, you know, it's so easy for me to, um, you know, I talk about surrender all the time. I'm a yoga teacher and I talk to my students about surrender and just letting everything be. And just giving in to um, pain, just giving in to the pain. And I've gotten much better at it. I used to suppress everything when I was younger. Um, I'm just so, I'm tired and I'm scared. Um, I just want it to end. <laughs> and uh, you know, and at the same time I know, I know it's not me. I know it's not who I am. Mm. I can see that it's, it's just sensation. It's just sensation. Yes. Yes. And the label, uh, the, the diagnosis is just a label. Yes. It doesn't mean anything. Yes. I know that. But it's still my experience every day. I still wake up in tremendous pain, and I still have to, to design, design my whole life around it. Mm-hmm.
now the past year it's been like both healing you know doing the uh, practical work on this level and then now knowing who I who I truly am so combining both of them and it's um, I just want to give up, but I'm also, I have this fear that if I give up, I'll never get better. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah. So, you can maybe consider doing a ceremony. But like, alright, if it's divine will that I get better, I'm up for it. Uh-huh. I'm up for it. But I'm now going to let go of the desire yeah. to get better. You need to take the steps so that you'll be well, of course. That's common sense. Take whatever makes sense, whatever path makes sense to, 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 to heal your body. But the desire for it to get better is causing more pain than anything. So make one prayer and hand over that desire. And be okay with divine will. That would help. Second thing is, the, 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 you know, there's six years and there's four years and there's your adult life and you keep pulling in the timeline. Yeah. And so the experience of right now gets multiplied by all the days that are in four years, that are in six years, that are in your adult life. Like right now is the experience right now. But you're, you're, you're loading it with the memory of the worst times in those years and you're feeling that now as well. Yeah. Yeah. You see? Like, what's the pain level in this moment? Ten being excruciating and one being almost not there. Right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a four or a five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Keep it in the moment. Don't be dragging in time to keep it. Every moment is fresh. You know, the experience right now is the experience right now. But what your mind is doing is it's dragging in the past and making you're contaminating your present moment with horrendous amount of pain and suffering around it. The future too, because I'm always planning for, can I do this thing today, later today? Oh, I don't know if I can do it because I don't know what's going to happen to my body. Yeah. So I better not do it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you've forgotten how to listen to your body right now in the present and see what it needs. So you've got to change your relationship with time, yeah. with memory and, and future projections. Mm. It's very manageable right now. Four to five is manageable right now that's actually all that matters and let your directive of will I will I go to something this evening let it come from another place
There's lightness in the present moment. There's heaviness when our mind pulls in past and future. Yeah. We've got to find that lightness again, you know? Not even as a kid. Um, yeah, probably as a kid. Yeah. Um, it feels like you might have. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, find that again. Find that. Yeah. I used to have that. Yeah, you used to have it, yeah. You've got to ignite that. You've it you've cut off and parked. Yeah. Don't be doing an Elliot on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I follow you on Facebook, and I, there was this quote that you, um, that was put up on your page that was, um, you know, you said, obviously I'm paraphrasing, but you said that, this spiritual path can be very easy. If you believe that you can have, you said, if you believe that you can have all of it, and I really mean all of it, um, this can be easy for you. And I remember reading that and it like really struck me. And I was, I was like, I don't believe it can be easy because, you know, then I look back at my past and I'm like, my past has been so hard. And, you know, I've been labeled by everybody else who, who looks at me as, like, that girl's life is so hard. Um, you know, everybody looks at me, and when they find out what I've been going through there, mm-hmm. you know, I can see that they're mm-hmm. feeling sorry for me, uh-huh. and they're comparing their life to my life uh-huh. and saying, wow, her life is very hard. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with you. That's their perception of yeah. you. It's got nothing to do with yeah. you. But then, you know, I've internalized it and... and Cut that one. <laughs> Cut it. Can you let yourself have it all? I guess what it is is I have this fear of believing that I could have it all, that I could have everything that I want, or, you know, that whatever, um, uh, easily... Because I, I from from memory, I know that times when I have opened up and you know really taken that surrendering dive, I've been hurt by with through my body or you know another other and things. And have you life. been self sabotaging? Is that what? Uh, when you take that dive? Yeah, oh yeah, sometimes I self sabotage. Yeah. A lot of times I self sabotage. All right. Yeah, oh yeah. God, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So diving in and letting it all come to you. And you know yourself, it's not about having it all, like, here are all my desires and I want all those. It's not about that. No. Yeah, yeah. It's about just the fullness and richness of yeah. it all. Just let it have you, let mm-hmm. it come to you. Yeah. But we're scared of our own light, you know? I'm af- I'm afraid of it getting worse. Yeah. Because it has been, and I'm going to ask if it has been so bad, and I'm afraid of it. Well, that'll keep I'm like, I'm like, I'll stay here because this is, 
you know, I've, I've healed enough that I'm at this point where, okay, this really sucks. This is really horrible, and I'm, my life is so limited still, but at least it's not as limited as it was back then. And so I can't believe that I can have a body that feels easy because if I believe that, the disappointment, if I believe that and it doesn't happen, something like it worse or something like that, the disappointment of that would be almost more heartbreaking to me than just staying here. Yeah, but it's not belief like positive affirmation or calling it in. It's not that kind of a belief. Yeah. It's like being open to whatever way it rolls. And that's, that might look at like perfect health. It's not attaching to perfect health. You see? But it's knowing that you're open enough, if that comes your way, that you're up for it. You're not going to cling to it, you're not, but that you're up for it. That it can be welcomed. Any which way it goes is welcomed. So that you can have it all. It might be the crap and it might be fantastic all of it but your mind heard the good stuff because you're just focusing on the bad stuff so mind will always look for contrast yes. right so you're just swapping out one for the other mm-hmm. let your perspective get much wider you have yourself in a little box trying to control this yeah. and looking at how it was and how it's going to be and it's like uh, can we just expand it all? Yeah, you have to manage your health. Okay, so what? That, that's just a tiny dot of what's going on for you. Tiny dot. This isn't really about managing your health. That happens. Let your perspective get much, much wider. It's your teacher. It has been your teacher. And that's great. It's, it's serving some, some usefulness. Good. Okay. Yes, but if it takes all of your attention and you know, and you run stories about the past and the future, you won't have space for letting anything else in. Yeah. You've reduced your life to be just about the illness. Blow it wide open. Illness happens. Pain happens. So friggin' what? So what? It's just a tiny part of what you are. You can manage it. You can integrate it. You can... You can deal with that. But you've let it become all-consuming. And that's hell. It's not a denial of it. It's like a a reorganization of it to let your vista get wider. It doesn't have to be all-consuming. Yeah. Yeah, so when that fear comes up of you know, the story starts playing again and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't do that, maybe I should, you know, I avoid making plans for the future. Well, it's like, okay, my body's in pain. Let's see what's the best way to manage this. Okay. And sit with it and see this, the sense of what you can do next Tuesday if there's something you have to make a decision on. What's my sense around that? Don't, don't, don't make a decision from the contracted headspace of trying to control things. Yeah. Listen to a deeper wisdom. Listen to a deeper wisdom. 
Oh yeah, you've got yourself on a fine loop. You've yourself on a fine loop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very small bandwidth you're operating from. Yeah. It's all about your health. Yeah. Your body's just one part of what you are. Mm-hmm. Pain is manageable. Yeah. Find your power. Find your power. Ah. Time to start living it, huh? Yeah. Find your power. Yeah. Stop identifying with being ill. Okay. Stop it. It doesn't work for you. So every time it comes up, just... It's like, yeah, that's happening. That's something I've got to manage. Okay. You know? But, but it's not center stage. It's just, it's just something you've got to manage. It's like having a, you know, a small child with you or something. It's, it, you just got to manage this thing, you know? Yeah. It doesn't need all your emotional investment and it doesn't need the bells and whistles that you've given it. It's just something you manage. Yeah. You're not your body, you know? You have a body and part of it is a bit, you know, screaming right now. Yeah. So, so what? Yeah. Walk on in spite of it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I know it's just this deconditioning of... Because I used to um, have this tendency for creating perfection in myself because I believed that the only way anyone would love me is if I was perfect. So now it's just been this um, deconditioning of that and allowing myself to be vulnerable in front of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And... But there's still subtly that fear that, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna accept me, they're not gonna love me. I'm gonna be too much for them. Hooray! Let them have every kind of reaction they want. Who cares? (laughs) Who care why would you even bother imagining what people are going to think and trying to change something so that you can manipulate their experience of you? I mean Mm. Wow. What a waste of headspace. Don't go there. Stop those games. Stop them. Be open and honest and clear yourself. And what other people think is none of your business. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. Loosen it up for yourself. Get freer. Get careless. Get reckless. Get powerful. Oh yeah, you've yourself in a very small box. Yeah, I feel like I've been wearing a straight jacket for yeah. years. You put it onto yourself. I know. Cut it off. Yeah. Be big, make noise. <laughs> be seen, be daring. Mm-hmm. Wear clothes that clash. Be ridiculous, <laughs> say the wrong thing. Be politically incorrect. <laughs> Blow out all those limited behaviours that are in your head. Blow them out. Stop being nice. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're doing it in order to blast open the, the, the cage that you have yourself in. Yeah. 
근데 좋아요. 이거 마실게요. 네, Who hasn't sp spoken? Who needs to come up? We're going okay for time. We'll, we'll catch you. Anybody else would like to come up who hasn't come up already? Now's your time. Come up. I'm also nervous. 
think I've also been playing over time. Ah. Past time. Okay. And I catch myself. I know I'm doing it. I just don't necessarily know how to let go of it at times. Okay. like playing with that whole time concept and it's just I've learned to or I guess I'm not attached to so I'm I cannot have children okay and, that's okay a lot of us don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of us don't. And so, and those of us who don't, we can run the story that, oh, I chose not to. But none of us chooses. We don't choose to have them. We don't choose not to have them. We don't. It plays out the way it has to play out. accept it and when you're like alright my life is just going to be a different way bring it on but you're, you're grieving an idea an idea sometimes that just something will just trigger an old emotion and it just takes me back do you feel sorry for yourself not anymore I did I did the whole why me and mm-hmm. I'm not a woman or you know mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I would identify with it yes immensely yes I think I'm I've worked through yeah a good 90% of yeah those concepts yeah over time 
but it's just, I feel like, you know, all my 20s and part of my 30s now have just been, it, like, that's been my my work. It's just, and it's like, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of playing the old story. Yes. Yes. And it's just, there are just sometimes, just a couple of weeks ago, you know, and there's, there was a trigger and it's like, boom, back into that cycle and that story and that so your mind is using it as a as a a strong anchor to create identity around ah that's that's me and my story that's my place in life that's my experience of life that's all that's happening I mean, I've expanded in ways I think that if this wouldn't have occurred. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you live a very different life. Completely. Without children, yeah. Yeah. I would love to have. But I guess I have to kind of let go of that idea and accept Yes. If it does happen or if it doesn't, in whatever way. Yes, in whatever way. There's so many different ways to live, mm-hmm. so many. But to hang on to one, one way, because that's not your way. Mm-hmm. The pattern is you're hurting yourself, that's the pattern. You're just using the story to hurt yourself. But what do I do when I catch myself in those moments? How do I get through them quicker? Yeah. Or less frequently or just... Yeah, yeah. So you have an option to go into the emotion of it? Are you an option to see, ah, my mind is running the own story, I'm so sick of it, forget it, and pull back and step out of it. It's just your mind creating, recreating that sense of identity. That's all it's doing. And it hooks into your emotional body and hey, there you are, off you dive down into it again, into the pain. That's all that's happening really. But as soon as the thought goes into your emotion, you've lost your footing. You know, your, your thinking capacity and your emotional capacity are, are sunk. <laughs> They're in bed together. So if you can see it as, a, it as a thought and manage the emotion, say, no, 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 those thoughts are not going to go into, I'm not going into a load of emotion because that's the hell. I'm not. That's the thought. So if you can divide the two, that would be really useful. Really useful. The thought and the emotion. The, divide the thought and the emotion. When they, when they jive together, mm, it's hell. Mm-hmm. You're gone. You're gone into it. You see? So we need to cut the two. So when there's the thought, or, you, you know, it's triggered in some way, it's like, I'm just going to breathe out that emotion. I'm not going to go into it because my mind is just running a story about me, myself, I, me, and my story is running right now. We're not going to bombard it with an emotional reaction. Gotta learn to cut the two. Cut the two. 
Let your emotional body be your emotional body, but don't let it be used by the me, myself, I, the personalized story. You know? The other one that would be really... That needs to happen, so that the me, myself, I dis- disconnects from your emotional body. Um, the other thing that, needs, that would be good would be to do the who am I? Who is the one who thinks, she, who thinks she's missing something here? Who's the one who's sorry for herself in this moment? Who's the one who thinks that life is less than? Who's the one running that story? That would be a good thing to do. It's just that the self-referencing is running the story. It's totally fine. Loads of women don't have kids. Some because they can't and some because they don't want to. But really, as I said, they don't have a choice in the first place. Mm-hmm. They don't. What's, it's going to play out the way it's going to play out. There are so many different ways to live. So many different ways. But to grieve for a life that you haven't got is wasting the energy that you have for the life that you are having. Because the self-referencing is running an idea of life could have been another way. Do you see how futile it is? Mm-hmm. Why would you be running the story about how it could be? It's like, but what's here now is beautiful and it is perfect, but you're missing it. You're missing it because you're running an alternative life in your head. And I realize that in those moments, it's like, I'm definitely not in the moment and I'm grieving something that's not there. That's right. You're grieving an idea. An idea. You're grieving an idea. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a loop that, that your mind has set up, but you're giving it permission mm-hmm. to run. And the emotions will do that. The emotions will, will fuel it forever. It's just an idea. It's just an idea. That's all it is. It's just an idea. I can't have kids. It's just an idea. Where does it have meaning? Where? Mm -hmm. Only if you personalize it and turn on that egoic nature and attach emotions to it. No, now, now you have some kind of a reality feel to an idea but it's just an idea your life that's happening right now is being missed while you're lamenting an idea do you see it? I do you need your emotions for what's happening right now stay with what's happening not what you imagine isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Really, just imagining that is, this isn't yes. happening. Yeah, you know, motherhood isn't happening. It's like, really? Really? That's where you want to go? Mm. It's just a mind loop. It makes no difference how, how your life plays. It makes no difference. It's what goes on in your head is what dictates inner peace or hell. There are no mistakes, you know. Your life is going to pan out exactly as it has to. There really are no mistakes. Can you work with that? Yeah. Yeah, great. Thank you. Great. Sure, sure, you're welcome.
Hi there. Um, this may just be a short question. I don't know. Um, so, as I mentioned on Friday, there's been a lot of changes in the panic I used to go through, depression. Mm. I have, you know, people talk about that deep thing. Yeah, I've gone through that. Yeah, yeah. it's been hell, but it's yeah. not there. Yeah. And I've gone it through Alaska and yeah. things all that. But what I'm wondering now is, what you've talked a lot about things this weekend I haven't experienced, like awareness of awareness, or, um, or even this feeling that I'm life or that I love. There's a lot of equanimity in my life, yeah. and this low self-esteem that I've lived with all my life, I don't experience anymore. So, it's, yes, it's so. What I'm wondering now is whether just to keep um, staying with what arises, or whether there's some—I don't know if there's any blockage that I'm allowing to run that's not allowing some deeper awarenesses or feelings to to come through. Do you feel that? Well, um, or is your mind coming up with that? I don't, that's what I can't, I, I, ha, I have a sense that there's pro, there probably can be more love as a feeling sense. Yeah. There's certainly a lot of kindness and, and yeah. all that, but it feels like there could be more love. And also when you talk about stepping back, I, I just go as far as the witness and I live in that okay. place, but I don't okay. know Okay. I don't know what's prior to that. Okay. All right, then that's what we do. So when you're in the witness, can you get into the witness right now? Yeah. All right. Is the witness being watched? I can get the witness to be watched. All right. So where is that one looking from? What's going on there? It sort of gets muddled with the witness. Um, okay. The perceiver that can't be perceived. <clears throat> to go to a place where the, where the perceiver can't be perceived? Yes. Yeah, I want to. I want to do something in the mind and create that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So if I let, if I drop that, I just have to keep dropping that image and yes. just being. Uh, yes. So back to the observer. So we're going to go to that which. Sees the observer, but can't be seen. Because we can see the observer. Yeah. So that which is looking at the observer, but can't be seen. So what I get there is like this infinite space, so it's still something. Space is okay for now. Yeah, okay, so I can get that infinite space right. that is boundless. Right, okay. Space is the first concept. It's the first concept. So you're at the very edge. Okay. So practice going to space. Right? Okay, yeah. Now take space away. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just got a 
Yeah, a just tiny a crack. Yeah, yeah that's, right. Crack that's right. That's right. Yeah, that space. That's right. Which has no space. Which has no space. Right. Yeah. All right. So back to observer. Okay. I'm pulling back from observer. That which is can see the observer but can't be seen. And it gets kind of wide and open. Yeah. And then there's stuff going on in my body around that. Um, hmm. I can feel... Uh, must be some kind of nervousness or something. something. It's all right. Yeah, yeah no, sure. That's no, okay. I yeah, yeah. I've been fine with it. I've just noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's tears that are showing up. Yeah. So that's... Um, yeah. But it's all okay. It's just... Yeah, just that's right. Me, just that's right. Okay. Yeah. It could clear out whatever was stopping you from going there, you know? Yeah. The adjusting in the, in the new zone, the new opening has to throw stuff off, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So is that where, um, you know, when you talk about, someone's talked about this morning about, um, like, there's nothing there, there's no existence, uh, which I don't think. Your way is slightly different. And the okay. next time we meet, that language will make more sense. Okay. But I think for you, because the observer is so well practiced now, yeah, we're better going with observer, and then what's seeing the observer but can't be seen? Okay. Otherwise the mind will set up an observer who's looking at the observer who's looking at the observer. Yeah, no, and the, that's, that, it needs to stop somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. So it's like, okay, because what's looking at the observer but isn't seen? Can't be seen. Yeah. Okay. Now, let space be taken away. Let space be gone. So uh, there's confusion there, because um, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing this, and I'm not, I can't see what's seeing it, but I'm seeing this, and, and that which can't be seen seems to be everywhere in some way. Yes, it does. Yes, every, but there's still this. Like, like what's this. happening right now. Yeah, yeah, sure. This happens in a little small portable screen of a TV. Okay, so I, I, yeah, I get that, and the rest is just, um, okay, I, I, can, I can work with that. Yeah, 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 you're on the right track. Yeah, you're just, on the right just, track. Just, so it's okay, it's okay to, I can't see that, so to be seeing this while I'm not seeing that. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't see it. Can't it's see you it. as pure consciousness. can your, your mind can do the observer, you see? Yeah. And then it's you as pure consciousness does the next few layers. And when you get comfortable with it, your brain tends to find some kind of language for it. But, but it would be incorrect to give you the language because your mind would be grabbing concepts and putting right. it on it. And it's like, uh, now you will be creating a state of mind then. Right, which I get that. You see? So, just so the experience is all important now. So it's, it's to be looking for what can't be seen? 
no, looking giving the language. At, mm, no, looking look at. at no. Looking it's at. like, okay, so you're observer. You go to yes. the observer. What's looking at the observer but can't be seen? What's looking at the observer and can't be seen? Okay, so, I, so that's, okay. Okay. And from there, if space shows up, great. Yeah, space shows up. Great. Now? Drop it's, the, drop yeah, space. drop space. Space. Deeper than space. Deeper than space. Yeah. Okay, so okay, what happens is I drop the concept of space. And, uh, but, uh, so I get, uh, but I don't get that that's what's seeing the witness. No, the witness. it's not. It's, it's not, not. The witness ain't anywhere now. No, the witness isn't anywhere. No, no. So it's just... Um, Forget about the witness. So it just is. But I don't connect that I'm that. No, you're not that. You can I, drop identity. I can drop identity. So I'm not that. It's just is. You're not anything. I'm not anything. Okay, so, you know, I don't get that. So... <laughs> it's really hard for me to get that, and I want to get it. Um, I prefer to get it. It's, it's okay if I don't. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. I like where I'm living anyway. It doesn't matter. But... Um, <laughs> But, but it's, you know, it's nice to, yeah, okay, so I can, yeah, I can, as best as I understand what you're saying, I can, I can. You got a glimpse, so I'm happy enough. Okay. You've got the observer. Yeah. You know it very well. Yeah. What's looking at the observer but can't be seen. Right. Okay. And, and, and what about this, when I'm saying, I don't know if I'm totally embodied, um, like in terms of love and. I wouldn't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I wouldn't worry about that. It'll just come when it comes. I wouldn't worry about that. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see the, the pure consciousness aspect of your being coming more to the forefront. Okay. That's what needs to happen now. Okay. So that you can hang out in that, that. beyond space, deeper than space, okay. and get your brain used to you operating from there. Okay. That'd be really good. Okay, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Okay. You're very welcome. Did you want to come up? You said earlier you wanted to come up. Did it disappear? No. No, okay. Sure. Sure. First of all, <clears throat> I wanted to say I wanted to say how um, incredibly grateful I am to know someone like you. But I know you're a viewer. There's loads of compliments today. What's wrong with you, Lance? I mean, come on, it's ye. I'm, I'm a mirror. I'm not. I'm doing okay, is whatever. mirroring back. But I want to say it anyway because you, because you're because you're like a gold mine, and people like you are rare. They just are. So I just want to say you can accept okay. me. You know what I'm talking. About. I do a course. Okay. I do a so course. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I have a strange experience that I've had. A friend of mine mentioned that I should maybe talk about it. When I'm going away to foreign places, I have a very strange feeling that I'm kind of on Mars or on a different planet, but it's not in Canada, but it's when I go to different places. And even if I've been to a place like, say, Albuquerque, New Mexico, where I go all the time, it's only in the city that it happens, but I have this very strange, weird, kind of uncomfortable feeling that is, that that I've... you, you did a very, very good video called Subjective Perception. I don't remember that or not, about four years ago. And what you were saying, and that was very interesting, I don't know whether it ties into this or not, but you were saying that the, the creation of the person 
the separate entity comes from the belief in the external world rather than the projection of something out there coming from this first. Yes. You said you reversed it. Yes. Now, I don't know if this has anything to do with my situation, but when I went to France about 40 years ago, everybody says you should travel and it's great. I always hated traveling for some reason. I just, I don't have any real need to go. Yeah. Maybe the Middle East, but that's about the only place I really want to go. Uh -huh. But when I went to France, I got off the boat and um, when I put my foot on the shore, I felt like I was just from Mars. It was just, what is this place? And I had to remind myself that I'm still on Earth, and these are just human beings and everything else, and I was very uncomfortable with my whole experience in France. All I did was walk around Marseille, the docks, and just kind of wonder what I was doing there, and the same when I was in South America. And I've never really talked about this with anybody who, because nobody's ever said that they have this kind of weird experience. Like if I go to Buffalo, for instance, which is 100 miles from here, I'll have the same feeling. But if I go 100 miles radius in Ontario or whatever, I won't have it. Even if I go to a place in Ontario that I don't know. But if I go to Albuquerque, which I've been to like 20 times, and I know it pretty well, I still have it every summer I go down there. So I don't know really what this is about. And I don't... If, if you have any kind of ideas about what may be happening with that and why I'm feeling this way, because it's a real... I don't, there's no objective threat, obviously, yeah. in the environment. You know, I'm projecting something and something's coming back. Yeah. So I don't know what is happening with that, but I like, because I don't like it. Yeah. It's weird. You know, it might be as simple as this. There is a specific energy in Canada. There, well, there probably is in most countries. Yeah. I said it to Derek again this time, oh, do you feel the softness of Canada when we landed? There's an energetic difference when you drive over the border or you put your foot down in the airport here, it's very different to the US. Do, do you know it? Do you know what? Yeah, those, yeah. It's, it's very different. It's different in other countries, but the Canadian one is very specific. It's like it's soft or it's feminine. There's a gentleness here. And your, your energy field is completely attuned to it, completely. And the contrast when you leave this environment that mirrors you is awfully jarring, awfully jarring. You feel like Canada to me. You feel like it, you really do. <laughs> I, want, I want to address that with you. <laughs> I have something to say about that. <laughs> No, but, but honestly, it's like energetically, you're, you're, you're in sync with the energy here. You're in sync. Okay. And your perception just picks up when, there's, when you have to reorganize your energy to fit into a new place. And it's just too much of a leap. It doesn't come naturally to you. Okay, what I'll say to that in response is, is that I don't feel Canadian at all. Yeah. And I don't, I've never identified with this country. Yeah. I find this country, to be honest with you, very good but very bland. Yes. When I yes. go to the U.S., I like the U.S. a lot, yeah. um, because it's just got a lot going on there. I yeah. don't want to sort of live there, but I find Canada, when I come back, depressing. Yes. There was a spiritual teacher who has left the country. He said he thought Canada was depressing, but not the people. There's something right. in, in Canada for me. I'm just saying this in yeah, response yeah, of course. to what you said, because of course. I don't feel identified emotionally or identified yeah. with this country at all. Yeah. And so, 
whenever I go to these other places, it's very strange. But what you're saying makes sense. But even though I don't feel particularly attuned yeah, to this, yeah, of course. But energetically, energetically, there's something in your aura, in your energy field, that 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 I find instantly recognizable as the feeling when I get off the plane. Okay. It's just like, yeah, your energy field resonates with not your experience of it or anything, but just resonates with what with the energy field that's here. That makes sense. And then what we do with that is entirely subjective experience. And it's just that you, you, you just don't morph very easily, you know? You're, it's like you have, you know, you have a certain imprint, a certain colour, and it doesn't blend in very well with, with others, you know? Right. Stay at home, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know? Right, okay. Yeah. That's an uncomfortable feeling when your energy field doesn't kind of so where Get should accepted. I go? Am I happiest in nature or, or in cities? Or where, where do you think I should be? Stay inside. Sure. <laughs> okay. What about externally? Though? What's the best environment for me? If that's, if that's what you're talking Even about. if you're bored in this country, it works for you. It works for you. It works for you. It supports you in some way. No place is perfect. Every place has good but stuff. But I, mean, I feel stuff. more alive when I'm in the States than I do in Canada. Yeah, because it shakes up something. Okay. Do you think it would be good for me to live there? In the right place in the States? Ara, I think you'd end up having to go in and do the work anyway, to give you an experience. But really, you're just moving the furniture around. Right. Okay. Just give you experience. Go there for a bit, have fun. Sure. But you'll come back. Alright, thanks. <laughs> sure. Are we done? Any tail ends? Yes, Sandra. Yes, Storm. <laughs> Good. Uh, I felt a lot better when you sort of uh, calmed down the, the compliments and reverence because. Uh, I just uh, socially, I guess, I find that easier to not uh, uh, hold yeah. anybody above or yeah, yeah, yeah. Below or and it's about other people. I, yeah. I, I don't soak it because it's just. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love you. I hate you. They're the same. There yeah. are people's opinions. I have no interest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah. So what did I want to talk about? Um. How will I know? I guess all my questions are still coming from uh, uh, looking for validation. Um, so I'm trying to find the softer mm. place of that. Uh, like when I'm just having a conversation with a friend, or I'm not. I'm not considering it to be like an ultimate authority or anything. It's just like a, um, something that's coming in. Um, but I wanted to kind of ask about uh, about sex and having sex and energetically whether that's uh, beneficial or stay away. And also the other idea that's come is just to kind of um, uh, stay away from pretty much anything that smells like spirituality. Uh, you want to stay away from it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Do. Yeah. yeah. 
because I, I sort of feel like I wasn't, I was already on doing what, you know, what I, obviously I don't have toys, so with, before, I didn't, I didn't have any spiritual ideas growing up, etc. Mm. So that saved me a lot of, mm. or I could tell yeah. it that way, it saved yeah. me a lot of, uh, uh, it wasn't until like 2009, say, that I started to meet people externally. It, you know, like when I was in high school, I said no to going to yoga or whatever. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't get it, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm just, yeah, so I might follow, follow that because I... Sure, if that feels right to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. play with that. Absolutely. Sex. Yes. Is it fun for you? Um, I, I guess it depends on the partner and uh, <coughs> it depends on if I have expectations. Like I think it's, I'm not, part of what I'm not sure about is I seem to have, I, I have tr trouble taking things lightly in relating, and I'm not sure if that's a personality thing of just like, uh, I, like I'm used to being alone, I'm used to not having a partner, so for my mind, if I do have, uh, have sex with somebody, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> well, you know, is this how it's going to be now? You know, like it, it, it does the, the mind's thing. So I've tried, you know, physically it's hard to let go. Physically, I feel like um, it's it's weird. Like you, you almost it's almost like my cells take in all the information from or my perception of the other, uh, and I, I don't know what that that is, but it seems to linger. Uh, uh, yeah. leave quite an impression in the body yes so much so that it you know like uh, i don't know how i mean how, how do i mind, mind my own business and not be you, you know kind of uh containing i don't know how to say it I, yeah. I mean yeah would you prefer to have sex and not and let it just be sex and the person goes home and they're gone they're gone from your energy field uh, well, I guess that's where maybe that's where I don't have the clarity that, I mean, you would think that there, there might be more of a chance of that happening. Because I, I guess when I form an emotional attachment, it's like, well, what are they doing now? Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's just mean? mind stuff. That's so just, I can just like, leave it Yeah, up. that's just mind stuff, being yeah. distracted by... Yeah, know. yeah. So, um, would I prefer to just... Um, that seems, that's a very unusual I idea for me, like my, yeah. my, I would, I would fight that, like I'm very much like, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot for me to, to loosen up and let that be in my life, and it takes, like I don't, I don't know how people make it into my, to that part of my world, it's like, they knock, and I'm used to just being like, just, you know, it's, it's just another sensation, like sex as an act is just 
more sensations. Yes. So I guess it's the idea of the intimacy that I want, like, I just don't want, I would, I wouldn't want, if I'm looking for it to fulfill, like, self-love, I feel like, um, I guess there's nothing really wrong with that, but I, I would prefer, I would prefer to not have to, uh, cling on to somebody else's energy field, or, I don't know, I feel like I need clarity here, so. Okay, do you have sex with yourself? Um, do you mean like masturbation? masturbation? Yeah. I'm not super comfortable masturbating. Like, I don't feel... That'd be a great place to start, Sandra. Okay. I've been, to- like, I've been to- told that advice before. Yeah. And I kind of don't feel okay. in integrity about it. Okay. Like, it's it's... Can you push through that okay. and find where it's totally human, totally healthy, yeah. totally normal. It's about you enjoying your own body okay. and you figuring out what you like and you owning it. Okay. And really have fun with it. Okay. That would be really good. If that's... If, if you're... It, energetically, you hold your body differently when you own it in that way. Yeah. Then you'd be in a much better position to to see what it's like to to have a partner. You'd be yeah. in a different position then. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, y- your ideas about sex will change. I'd I'd like you to revisit the whole relationship with sex through having sex with yourself. Okay. And not just because I I am familiar with like running my energy kind of yeah, but not actually physically servicing myself or just yeah, like pleasuring myself is like uh, that would be great. It doesn't usually occur to me. Yeah, basically. that would be great. Play with stuff, buy toys, do the works. It would be really good. Okay, it'll help you to ground. Okay. It'll, it'll it'll give you kind of an authority over your body. It'll give you ownership over your sexuality. Okay. It'll just put some another level of potency together for you. It'll help your base in your second chakra. Yeah. Yeah. It'll, yeah. It'll, it'll it'll affirm a lot for you energetically. Sex with somebody else, not as important. Okay. The work is sex with yourself. Okay. And get cheeky. You know, find out what you like. Get cheeky. Really play. Okay. See if you like porn. Oh my god. <laughs> that would so never occur to me. <laughs> you see? Yeah. I want to introduce you to that world. Yeah. Okay. Buy a toy or two. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be great. And there'll be resistance to it, and there'll be lots of like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't like this. And it's like, I'm going through this. 
I'm going through this. This is absolutely natural, and this is my body, and this is a part of being human that I've got to, I've got to fit this part of my human glove too. You know? Yeah. This is part of yeah. me coming into my skin here. Yeah, that seems to be the theme. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, okay. I guess the other questions were ones that I'd already asked. Like, I get conflicts around, you know, in, sort of similar to sexual energy, but with, with working anywhere that I'm devoting my energy to is, is a... And saying yes to what I mean no to, or... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's... Yeah. And, yeah. So, which we do, you know, in working scenarios or whatever, you say, think, you do things that you don't want to do, etc. Yes. And I find that then when you, when I'm alone, it's, it's, it's still sitting in your body, in my body. Yes. Uh, and and yes. it's like, okay, how do I clear this? I go for a walk or whatever. Yes. Um, and I suppose that's the play of life is at some point it comes too painful. You have to make a decision or things yes. fall away, right? And that's... Yes. Yes. Part of, uh, yes. And you learn how to say no. Yeah. 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 Try it out. Yeah. Yeah. Try it out. And, and know that the person <laughs> that you're saying no to will be taken care of by the universe. Yeah. You know? They, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're yeah. taken care of. Yeah. Start saying no. Yeah. Without an excuse or a reason or anything. Yeah. That's softening guilt, it. The afterwards or the, it's like, like no, oh, that won't work. Yes. Missed something that I need to complete because part of it is the ideas of something that I need to complete, or that somehow, and maybe that's to do with believing that I'm special or whatever. But you know, as if nothing like you know, they'll find somebody else or to yes, whatever. Yes, so. we're very dispensable. Yeah, yeah, we are yeah. all of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, good. Okay, have fun with your homework. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Yay! Good for you, girl. Yeah, it's great. Good. Yeah. All right. Great. Good. Are we cooked? Oh my god, I've got a plane to catch. Is everybody okay? Is there some... Tambaco, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, okay. Actually, can I say one question, question very fast? I found it very fascinating what you said about the energy of Canada that you perceive, the gentleness. Is there anything that you perceive that is like a shadow of the energy? Yes. It has to be there. There's a dualistic thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. But the softness is beautiful. That's like, it's on the streets, you know, it's, it's, it's all around, you know, the softness part. But of course, there's always a flip to everything, isn't there? Pros and cons of every area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, a flip side is the rules and the red tape and the laws and the... I just say that as an American, I feel like Americans are much more, like, out there, like, they're much more straightforward. Yeah. And so I'm still trying to yeah. understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. You see, that allowing, that softness, isn't assertive. It's not, no? you know? The softness that's here, you know? It's very allowing, so it's, it's much more accepting, and it's, you know, even a tiny little thing like, 
I never get asked in Canada, where are you from? I literally get asked every time I leave the house in the US. And I'm like, you know, in my local supermarket, I said, well, we actually had a conversation about Ireland the last time I was here. You know, like I've said, I say that over and over again. I'm like, you told me that you were suffering off Donegal last summer. Like, you know, because I'm like, I remember the conversation with you. And it's like, please, you know. <laughs> but, but it's constant in the US. It's, every little difference is noted immediately. It's really, really every difference. So, you know, and, and differences aren't so prominent here. There's much more acceptance. That's part of the beauty of, this, of the, the, that feminine thing. Anyway, we could talk about that for hours. That's a whole other thing. Julie, Julie Barber really, the only place he's ever went to other than India was Canada. And he just loves the Canadians. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. I, I was on the inside of that circle, and because I was an American, I quickly became on the outside. Aha. Uh -huh. You know. Yes. It, it's amazing. Yes. And someone who was an unknown but from Canada became on the inside. So there's yes. special treatment for Canadians. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. And, and like if I look at <laughs> and if I if I look to it like where where do groups move the fastest? Canada and Toronto. And and what California. That's it. They're they're the two places doing sat sign in all kinds of countries for the last whatever, eight or nine years, ten years maybe at this point. That's where people move the most, California and Canada. That's it. That's where the, the, the openness is and the, the willing to take the chance and the, yeah, yeah, there's something in it, all right, so. Anyway. <laughs>